0: tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat Dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's
1: 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm gonna say something to you and then say it i just say it
0: or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff Cardozo uf and at pat underscore Dooley. the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
2: All right, we are back here for another day of tomfoolery and great phone calls in that order. Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo here on the tailgate. It is a Thursday, my last day of the week. What? Who do you got coming tomorrow? Is it a surprise? Mm hmm. Okay. Surprise to
3: you? Starts with an S and an H. Okay.
2: I got an idea who it is. It'd be cool. Yeah.
3: But no. Two initials. PG's coming tomorrow. Okay. We'll have some fun. Absolutely. Try to be as good as you expect.
2: I don't know that I'll be um, conscious. Well, I'll be conscious then. Like the surgeries in the morning. So. Yeah, it'll
3: be all right. Hopefully.
2: Hopefully. Hopefully. I come out of it.
3: Be good to go. Anytime
2: well, you go under, you got a there's a little bit of nerves for me. I don't know about how many how many times have you gone under in your life?
3: Gone down or gone under? <laughs> I might talk about Australia. Oh. <laughs> um I don't know, four or five probably. Yeah. I don't maybe. worry about it. I guess I just trust doctors. I know. It's like when you get on an airplane, you got to trust the pilot. If well, something's going to happen, there's nothing you can do about it.
2: It's like the Albert Brooks line about, "What if you go to sleep, you don't wake up? How do you know you died?" Right. So you know.
3: I think that's the way I look at it. I don't, you can't really fear. No, nah. I did the, anything.
2: I usually don't, but late in my life, I've gotten. But uh, the last time I went under for my le- right knee replacement, um, the do- I didn't. I felt like I was fine, but the doctor says, "You know, you woke woke up screaming that you couldn't breathe." And I'm like, uh, huh. I had some anxiety before I went in. So yeah. I'm gonna try to take positive yeah, thoughts. Just chill.
3: I mean they're trust people to do their jobs. And now they have you know, they they knock you out. There's someone in the room monitoring every second of it and I remember making sure it's all good. The earliest knockouts that I had. Yeah. Uh, I mean I started out when I was an eight
2: eighteen year seventeen years old with knee surgery. But the earliest knockouts I had, there was always that first Shot they would give you, or that first time they would drip in that, mm-hmm. it was unbelievable ecstasy. But it <laughs> lasted like five seconds, and then the next one came, boom, you're out, done. It may have been fentanyl, if you, if you, I don't know if it was, but you go back to the, into the old days, it may have been that, yeah, wouldn't doubt it. Makes you a little weird, yeah. But
3: I'm always weird. That you are. I,
2: I was weird watching the game last night. I'll tell you that.
3: You got a little scared. I did. Down the stretch. I did. I I literally,
2: I'm sitting there watching the game and um, got a little ice cream at halftime. I'm feeling pretty good. And they get up to that 17-point lead in the second half, eight minutes to go, and I'm like, this is great, man. These guys are really playing good. And then all of a sudden I, I noticed about probably five minutes of actual time later, I'm like, Man, my heart's going pretty fast because they had cut the lead to six. I'm like, Don't blow this guy's after yeah, all the 17. hard work you did. Yeah. But that team's a weird team. They they like that kid Hubbard who's five yeah, foot nothing off. and the leading scorer all time in Mississippi, and he's just knocking down everything in the first half and then second half, he couldn't make anything, and then all of a sudden he made made a couple, and then he didn't make anything else. It was just a weird game. It's and basketball. and the fact that Florida got out rebounded by four, which you don't see
3: very often. No. But they got some – Samuel got some big offensive rebounds when need, needed to down the stretch, which was good and big, kept a couple possessions alive. Big free throws by Condon. Too. Yeah, those were huge. Yeah. Because he stepped to the line.
2: I'm going, if he clangs this, we yeah. could be in a one possession game.
3: Well, and did you see that the TV had their coach, who I have no idea who, who he is. Jans, you don't know their – No idea. Never seen that guy in my life. Never? No, never. All right. Where is he from? You know? Um, parts unknown. So, he,
2: I, I, he's... I can't think of where it is, but he, he you came could from see a They, man, they had
3: him, and you could see him yelling to the team, 4-21, Just kept saying it. So, it was foul four twenty one. Yeah. So, they fouled 21 and Conan made it. Down. So, yeah. it was good.
2: That was good. And, and uh, Will Richard, I thought, played the best game I've seen him play at Florida.
3: Well... It, just think about if he would have scored at all against Kentucky and some of these other close losses. Is it how possible? much they would have won.
2: Is it possible that Calipari said, "Hey, let's take this guy, five's well, I think a guy he we got Had a bad night yeah.
3: and he didn't shoot well. When he night? like zero for seven or yeah, or he 8. just
2: didn't shoot well. So make a couple of those, you win, and it gives you confidence to do other things. Mm-hmm. I thought defensively, he was incredible there was a there was one play he made I don't know if he got credit for the rebound it was late in the game and it's still you know you're getting nervous and it was a kind of a wide rebound and he tapped it back to a guy I mean he had to really go up and physically tap it over so he ends up with nine rebounds I don't know if he maybe they'll go back and look and maybe that'll be a tenth because technically he he should get credit for that rebound but I, I you know rebounds assists uh turn uh steals lack of turnovers this team's maybe coming together i don't know we'll see well,
3: I th- oh. and i tried to tell you they'd be but, all right it like, don't freak out they won the game they won two but in they a played row. hard teams that weren't necessarily ones that they were supposed to win or should have won and then they were going to come into a stretch games they should win and now they're winning so for everybody that freak out win about those home games one and man, three cuz
2: yeah. the road games are hard they're it's very hard i there's a stat I think I'm right on this. And they I, they didn't announce it last night, but I think it's right. There have been 24 top 10 teams that have lost to unranked teams mm-hmm. before February. It's the first time it's ever happened. And it became 24 last night with Alabama knocking off Auburn. Yeah. And that was, I had that on the second TV and I was mesmerized by that. And for a while there, I, you know, Gators are up 17. I'm kind of watching the other, the game on the left. And it was a great game. Today I kind of watched I watched about fifteen minutes of it with the sound on, so I could hear how loud the crowd was, and it was electric. Um, so good for them. Yeah. I think apparently Jay Williams said something during a broadcast in Tuscaloosa where he said this crowd's not much, you know, or something like that, or he said they they're not. It's not a very electric atmosphere. And they said, Uh, ah, we're going to turn it up for you. We'll show you what it is. We'll we'll be a football crowd tonight." And they did. Let, let me ask you this question too. I got a lot of basketball in my mind. We'll get to okay. football and all the other things. Um if you're if if well I don't want to say if you're Mike White, if you're um yeah, if you're Mike White and you look look across and you see students dressed up and they're wearing shoulder pads with the spikes, do you say, No, it's a basketball school to me that's stupid. To show up for a basketball game wearing football equipment, that'd be like showing up to a baseball game wearing, um, you know, a uh, tank top jersey. Well, you
3: could do that, but like a Riley Kugel's dad jersey to a baseball game, yeah, yeah. that would be weak. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, just,
2: I just the equivalent. You you show up with with you know represent the sport you care about, but hey, it's Georgia. Anyway, that that bothered me and I'm sure it didn't bother anybody else but it did yeah, bother me. I don't
3: me. think it's just the kid being supportive and
2: I tell you what, and again, they're coming in here Saturday and um I've watched a lot of their games this year. They're really good, but they will blow a lead, man. I've never seen it and they blew it again last night, but then they got lucky at the end, pulled it out. Mm-hmm. And that guy's three was down. It was. And I don't know how it came out. In and out. But so yeah, that so there was a lot of interesting basketball last night. And we got news today, breaking news that uh Florida set the uh, date for the spring game and mm-hmm. they are on Saturday now. And I got I have two thoughts on this, and I don't know what your thoughts are, Jeff, but one
3: is um they needed to do something for the fans. And and playing a game on well, and that's how they're trying to now sell it is yeah. incorporating into an entire weekend. Yeah.
2: And Presented by Florida Victorious and all that. But they needed to not have a Friday game. Sure. I mean it's it's not good for people who have to
3: travel. it's um, not good for me that has to do a baseball game though. No. Um but for the fans we'll it's carry great the load for you. Go over and watch the uh football game and then come immediately over to baseball. Oh yeah. South Carolina that weekend who But
2: it's also not a Friday, you know. I I I don't think you need to do that anymore. I get why they did it. Yeah. And the whole idea was, hey, you know, you, these got all these recruits can come here because they can go to anywhere else the next day, you know, and they wanted to get people in here. Okay, you've established your credentials, you've established yourself in the high schools. You these guys know who you are. They may not like who you are, but they know who you are. So you can play the game on Saturday at one o'clock, and get yeah. everybody. get well, I think it's smart. Still make it. A, you should be. You've gotten to a point where you can get recruits in here without having to one of the the
3: coolest atmospheres that i was ever a part of as an opposing broadcaster and you know this was when scott strickland was at mississippi state they do something called super bulldog weekend and they always have the football game and the baseball game and it's staggered like you're seeing now for this game so they had the football game and then everybody made their way over to the baseball stadium and the crowd was just ridiculous. Oh, I bet. Man. And how energetic it was and crazy it was. I mean, I think the Gators got throttled that day baseball-wise. And you know, maybe that's now what you try to bring back here. And again, showcase everything for the weekend. Have it when there's other teams in town. I don't know is, is softball playing that weekend too. I don't know. I don't think they
2: are, though. Well, they're playing, but I don't think it's If they home. would
3: be at home. Let's see. It's uh, – no, just baseball. Yeah. Women's tennis, lacrosse. And
2: the Tom Jones Invitational. Tom Jones, yeah. which, uh parking will be in, of an issue all weekend. But the other thing is, Jeff, it's Master's Saturday, too. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's not, not good. That's not good at all. Not only that, but you have a – well, you would have a game on Master's anyway. Sunday anyway. Right? Yeah. You'd probably rather be home. It'd probably be a what a noon or a one o'clock game.
3: I wish we were playing in South Carolina that weekend. Ooh, because Augusta is only hour and a half away or so. What? So. so you could drive by it? Well, no, I could go maybe Thursday.
2: I didn't know you had access. to
3: tickets. And then be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You have Sunday. access to tickets? Tools. I got access to anything well, well, except for freaking Taylor Swift. Yeah. I need some Taylor Swift tickets for my daughter. She's.
2: Do you have access to tickets to the LSU-South Carolina women's game tonight?
3: Mm-hmm. If you need me to. Okay. I got a guy.
2: I, you know, the, the, I saw, heard Carolyn Peck say that they were going for $3,800. Shut up. So No. So I looked it up on StubHub. You can get in for 51. Yeah. <laughs> give me a break. But still, 51 for a women's game is a lot of money to pay. It is. But it is. I, I'm going to watch that game. I would say I'm not going to watch the whole game. But I'll, it'll be one of those I put it down the second TV with the sound off and pay attention to it because you're talking about a team that hadn't lost this year against the defending national champs. You can't get much bigger than that in women's sports, and they're sending the whole ESPN crew there and everything. So, yeah. And, of course, the Lady Gators are playing also. Yeah,
3: that they are. It'll be tonight. a big day.
2: All that going on and more. And um, we found out that the Harbaugh thing is all complete. I'm still wondering why they haven't – Gone ahead and done that thing with uh, Sharon Moore. Made him the head coach because everybody says they're going to, but why don't they do it?
3: Maybe the players don't like that.
2: Maybe he's like, I may go to the Chargers Mm. and call plays for them.
3: Maybe so. All right. Yeah. A lot of coaching changes, different things to talk about, and we'll uh, certainly talk to you. 392 8255. Thomas is here today producing, so we will take a break, come back, and get after it. On the Titan MRI Hotline here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. Florida women's basketball travels to Ole Miss tonight. Florida is 10 and seven overall and one and four in conference play. Ole Miss is 13 and five and three and two in conference play. Coverage starts right here at 6:40. The Tampa Bay Lightning host the Arizona Coyotes tonight at 7. The Lightning beat the Flyers 6-3 in their last game and the Coyotes lost to the Panthers 6-2. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be looking for a new offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator Dave Canales is expected to take the head coaching job with the Carolina Panthers. Local high school basketball is on tonight. For the boys, Oak Hall travels to Interlockton and Hawthorne hosts P.K. Young. For the girls, Chieflin travels to Williston, and Newberry hosts Santa Fe. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Gator
4: Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. whether will be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack. Get yourself some supplies get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, MealyPops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunnys. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunnys. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
3: Cheese has been around hundreds of years,
6: too. Exactly, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger, made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
3: Wow, this is a good debate.
6: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
7: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down
3: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic SurfPro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators
0: the WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All
2: right, we're back with some midnight confessions. Do you want to make any midnight confessions here? You know, I can't have water or anything after midnight tonight. That sucks. Yeah, I'd be asleep anyway, so. That's true. And i wake up, boom. Get, get Wake to up go. to get knocked out. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I love talking about my surgeries. It's like that Nate Bergazzi. Have you ever seen him? No idea. He's a great comedian. He hosted SNL recently. He had a great joke about his dad, his new hobby, is surgeries. I go, that's me. That's what I've become. <laughs> that's what happens when you get old, man. I've become my dad in a lot of ways. I am overly nice to people in the service industry and and people like at the hospital and people I am overly nice I'm like stupidly nice so you're people. not nice
3: to everybody else
2: no everybody though but i'm especially people that are are doing something for me that's the way my dad always was he was really he was the nicest guy in the world, but he was really nice to people that were helping him so and then, and also I'm, I'm a wreck like he was at the end now, but the trouble is I'm 69, my dad w- died at 93 I'm like my dad at 90
3: right yeah that's tough, alright let's get some phone calls Titan MRI hotline ready to go and Jack will kick it off today hey Jack hey guys,
8: hey, hey Pat, that level of civility is called maturation so you, you're yeah. good <laughs> it happens
9: yeah.
8: to everybody hopefully okay. hey listen, there's uh, a uh, inappropriate fan fanwear for a sporting event. I think, you know, um, Gator swimwear, speedos for a football or basketball game would be my 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 worst uh, uh, my worst outfit.
2: Well, that's what Jeff wears in the broadcast booth all the time. Yeah,
8: I'm glad I don't have the done TV. <laughs> oh boy, or <laughs> Facebook Live. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Thank we'll you,
2: Jeff. Yeah, I don't think speedos are appropriate for many events. Remember in the old days, though. When uh, the young ladies would wear dolphin shorts and tank tops, that's all to all the games. Of course, it's a hundred degrees. What are dolphin shorts? Dolphin shorts are those little tiny shorts. I don't know what they're called now, but they were called dolphin shorts back then, back in the eighties. Just running shorts? Short running shorts. Okay. I I approved of them. Let's put it that way. So
3: the male version of a nut hugger?
2: Well, yes, you could say that. I wouldn't say it, but you could say it.
3: Why? Why can't you say it? I
2: don't want to say that. I don't want to think about it.
3: That's what they do. It's like the old coaches' shorts. No, these the, were the gym, yeah, gym teachers wore.
2: Not only the gym teachers, all the coaches are here. I, I remember you go out <laughs> to practice, and everybody had those coaches' shorts that were long and pulled up to the top, and yeah. had no belt on them, and they were elastic. Sometimes, like Abe Gibran would wear them, who was the coach at uh, Tampa Bay, way before your time. Okay. Speaking of which, they need a new offensive coordinator.
3: Hey, you know who that is?
2: Uh, Dave Canales.
3: Do you know who that is?
2: No, it's Dave Canales. That's who it is. Right. But do you know his... I'm guessing he is... ...tied to me? He is related to a baseball player.
3: That I played with. Josh Canales. Josh Canales. Boom. That's his twin brother. No way. Isn't that crazy? Is it really? Yeah, it's his twin brother. So, uh, is that a good hire? I don't know. That guy was coordinator for one year. Yeah. He was in Seattle for a long time yeah. with a lot of different things. I, I mean, it, it sort of shocked me. came out of nowhere. Yeah, well, they're talking about
2: how, A, anybody who could make Geno Smith a good quarterback and then Baker Mayfield. And the Panthers, of course, couldn't make get Baker Mayfield to be a good quarterback. So, yeah. you know, if you could make him a good quarterback, that's all they can remember. Although – I know that if you're the been a coordinator for one year and the NFL calls, you got to take the job. Sure, you're going to get fired within a year. You know that because that guy's a nut. The, the owner, owner, Dave Tepper, he's a nut. I mean, doing those stuff at fans and and he fires every coach that comes in there. And
3: like, yeah, no, it's certainly a tough job. But listen, you you got a supposedly really good player leading the bunch. See if you can get it going. Well, we'll
2: I. I I'm stunned at how bad it was this year for him. Yeah, I really am. I thought he would be, do great. Now again, it's it's like Brock Purdy versus, versus Bryce Young. Who would you draft? I mean, sure. Got, but Brock Purdy got put into the perfect situation, yeah, the system, and everything
3: that works. And he's and, it, you got to take advantage of it when it's there for you. I mean, Tom Brady may have never played if Bledsoe didn't get hurt, right? And exactly. he would have just sat there behind him forever. What if
2: Bledsoe leads him to the Super Bowl? You right? know.
3: Yeah, you just you got to get put in the right situation and see what happens. But, yeah, no, so r- really interesting news there. So a little bit of a Gator tie. So Josh Canales, who was a teammate of mine, 20 – how long has it been now? 98, 99, 26 years ago, 25
2: years ago? Yeah. Wow. So
3: twin twin brother is now – So are we uh, going
2: to have the uh, anniversary
3: of you guys meeting or – should be thirty years. What is he doing now, Josh? Josh, he is a uh, pastor out in California.
2: Really? Yep. Did he come from California? Was he one of those Andy recruits? That yep. Because people used to complain about that. They go, I am tired of not getting guys in state. All these guys out of state. I mean, like Wilkerson and Ellis. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I think that worked out okay. And that was actually really cool. I, I was in the uh, in the pool in uh, in jamaica over the weekend you, you, it's one of those swim up bars you would have liked it you oh, sit there i've been and, in one of those in cancun pretty cool it's not bad at all. so i'm sitting there just talking to people and getting to know them and the, the people next to me were from south dakota and i wasn't trying to say you know anything about what i do or who i am and i'm just trying to get away from you know just drink my little strawberry daiquiri and enjoy myself do you know what a floater is yes Okay, I didn't they're very good so I just put that on top of my daiquiri right. and threw some extra rum in there and cause people are from South you Dakota you didn't know
2: what it was for you went down there
3: I didn't know it was called a floater okay. I just was like just add rum to it like that and then <laughs> but the point is and it he's like you, the... you mean you mean a floater man <laughs> and and they it's I don't know if it's stereotypical or not but everything is yaman like yeah. That's how they talk in, Well, I in think Jamaica. at the resorts they do because they, they want to make you make get the, the experience. Jamaican feel. But yeah, everything is Yaman. Or do you
2: like a big Bob Marley joint.
3: Yaman <laughs> got offered three different joints. That's not bad. So it wasn't bad. <laughs> I didn't take any of them, so I was good. Um, but anyway, they're from South Dakota, and I said, oh, that's interesting. I've never, never been to South Dakota, but um, I, I know somebody from South Dakota. The closest I've ever gotten is Omaha. And, um, then of course she says, well, why were you in Omaha? And I said, I was there for baseball, blah, blah, blah. And it was a lady and her husband and the lady just like jumps right. In. Oh my God. I love the college world series. It's a dream of mine. I watch it all the time, blah, blah, blah. So and then of course, then I said, you know what I was able to do. And so it sparked a good, good conversation. I said, and they go, who, who's the person you knew from South Dakota? I said it's actually a guy I played with. She's like, it's not Mark Ellis, is it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like he's like a legend in oh, South yeah. Dakota because nobody ever comes from South he Dakota. He should be a
2: legend here as good a player as he was. And he's not
3: eligible for the Hall of Fame because, because he was never first team All SEC. Isn't that crazy? Wow. When you look at the Bad requirements, criteria. yeah.
2: Um, so it's yeah. We wish it's. it's I hate, it, does he still have the postseason record for hits? And it it may have been broken because. They play more in, games
3: in the World Series now and longer. Yeah, because yeah. you got the Super Regional and a Regional. And
2: he only played two games in the World Series and hit tying a homer in the first game, but they, they, bullpen didn't But
3: work. you know he played in the postseason a lot. So I thought
2: you were going to say Mike Miller was the guy. you
3: were- No, it was. Uh, I, I said, do you know Mike Miller too? But, <laughs> um, but no. So that was that was kind of a cool little conversation. And um, but that
2: goes back to
3: what you're talking about with the College World Series. I mean, it,
2: the thing it it is. This phenomenon that I don't think a lot of people appreciate. Sure. But the ones who do, and, and look, my wife and daughter went out there this year. They're going back next year, no matter if Florida's in it or not. And and they, I mean, they're serious about it. And Kelsey just applied for a internship at the College World Series. Nice. I said, if you get that, the, that I'll go out there just to see you out there working.
3: that will be College cool. College
2: World Series, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, uh so neat. So anyway, so that's the long way around uh Dave Canales relationship of course Harbaugh takes the Chargers job and we'll see what happens with Michigan and now that portal is open maybe the Gators can get a couple of Michigan offensive linemen to come in here Let and help them out. Let me ask you
2: this. If you're Michigan, if you're Ward Manuel or anybody that are making these decisions up there and do you um, do you make it Sharron Moore the head coach I mean you know he's 6 and 0 as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Although didn't other guys coach in that first two games because they were playing crappy teams? They, they were, he he like, had but he was the guy, got, do but yeah, but he is the guy that he got assignments. But he's the guy that got. He was technically the interim him. head coach, um, but also to keep guys from jumping in the portal because they all love that guy, right? You hire, I mean, there's a history of Brian Kelly coming in to places and in a roster, and no coaches want to go with him and stuff like that. So I don't know. It'll be, I don't know if that's the only reason they're hiring him. But he did a good job. I mean,
3: he yeah, did, but Ohio he did State, a good job he? with with the structure that was set up. Harbaugh telling hardball. him what to do. Yeah, and so I don't know. I, I mean, nobody's Hallmark ever just
2: couldn't coach in the game. Yeah, he, he, coached he did all, all week, week yeah. and,
3: and everything else, and I'm sure had a bunch of the the play calls ready to go.
2: And that's really what I think. A lot and, of
3: what Penn State game, he didn't have to do anything; no. just call run plays the whole time. I think that's a lot
2: of what what the the modern head coach is more than like there's fewer play callers and more look I'm going to be the I'm in charge of this program and here's what we're going to do now you guys do it you know Um, and I think Sirianni in his press conference I think it was yesterday was talking about how he is going to kind of step away from only being involved with the offense and that's and I think that is that can be a, a problem. And I know people here get mad when they when Billy Napier – and, again, I don't have any problem with Billy Napier as a coordinator. I don't have any problem with Billy Napier as a call. I have some problems, but for the overall problem, no. I think he's, he does a good job. But I don't know that it's still the best way to go. The more I think about it and the more I hear people talk about it, how you got to be in charge of everybody. And maybe being in charge of everybody makes your defense play a little better.
3: Yeah, but and I, your special teams play a little better. But I, I guess I translate that into you. You have to use what asset is best for the yeah. team. So if he like feels the, coach with the Dolphins, who's
2: never looks up from his play playlist except when the play is actually happening, you know he, does, he So,
3: but if you feel that you're more important calling plays than anybody else that you have on the staff then you be the play caller. I'd rather than go get somebody else to be the game manager. Yeah, but they're not in charge. But make them in charge. Like have somebody that's just an analytic dork that understands everything and he can make those decisions I mean, for we you. Start
2: an analytic.
3: Na- Napier can inevitably trumpet and say no we're not going to actually do that, but have somebody that can oversee all that. Make sure the special teams is ready to run out on the field. Like, have somebody in that role to do all that. And then allow Napier to still call the plays. I know it's unorthodox and not really what you're supposed to do because the head coach is all that, but I mean, change the structure a There are a lot of bit.
2: guys that call plays. And they call defensive. There's a lot of guys that call defensive plays. It's yeah. not like Napier's the only guy that does it. But sometimes I wonder, especially when you're having the –
3: Attention to detail problems they had last year in his second well, year that's what I mean? So yeah. go get somebody to oversee all that or at least be there and make that a part of their game day operation
2: you what do you, uh, so what position is he going to coach? He's just going to be the head, the head coach in emeritus or
3: yeah you don't you he's not a titled person. He's, he's one of the, the kind eight, of head coach. He's one of the 800 assistants on the staff that's overseeing it. That's your plan? That's my plan. Okay. I'm sticking to it. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls, 392-8255. Join us here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation,
0: hear it here first. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number cfc 043. 073 well we made it to a new year and that makes some of you happy and some well not so much but if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever then why not ring in the year the right way oaks jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner and the prices well let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones, gold chains in all lengths and sizes, and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. it's hot out an obvious observation that everybody knows about And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you well if it unfortunately does I've got an obvious choice to call that is crystal air and water and they're gonna be there to take care of you a hundred percent service satisfaction guaranteed whether you're in Alachua Archer Gainesville Hawthorne High Springs Melrose Micanope Newberry Stark Williston or anywhere in between crystal air is a phone call away they service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
5: Warm temperatures and a chance for showers this evening, especially near the Suwannee Valley, Big Bend, and along and east of the I-75 corridor. That chance for rain will last through shortly after midnight. in areas of fog developing by tomorrow morning. Low temperatures in the mid-60s. Clouds and sun tomorrow warm again with highs in the lower 80s. low a slight chance for a passing shower or thunderstorm again tomorrow and on Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's
10: a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Dan
4: Patrick. Yeah.
0: If I'm an owner or a GM, I want input. I want somebody to tell me what they see that I might not see. And I think having all these interviews, and if you have 10 candidates, you may be only considering three or two, but you might get something out of somebody that you remember. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: All right, welcome back. Doles and Dozo here with you today on a beautiful Thursday in uh lovely old Gainesville, Florida. Titan MRI Hotline is open for you, 392-8255. This will be the uh, cheating scandal segment of the show. There is a uh, Hey, my favorite fantasy football cheating scandal out there. There is like a, a website that had gotten about fifteen hundred entries. And there was a contest where the winner would get $150,000. And this was last week. Did you have to kick in then? Yeah, you had to, to yeah, pony up say. to get in. To, I got into a know.
2: contest on ESPN. I'm hoping it wasn't one. No. So <laughs> I didn't pay for it.
3: You had to you know, pick players like you would normal fantasy. But they found out that after the game already started for the Chiefs last week, somebody internally was able to switch out. Rice for Kelsey, and Kelsey caught the touchdown. So then they figured it out, and now this dude's all in trouble. He's getting fired from his job, and the guy that he was trying to help also is getting fired just because they were trying to win this $150,000 prize. So that's that's hard because, you know, you you go into those sites, and I don't do daily fantasy, just the, the year-long stuff, you no. know, like we all do in head-to-head. But it's such a big business, and – if you have people internally cheating, like there's experts now that do all that stuff, and and it would suck that the the normal person like you and I seems like we would never have a chance to win because there's always something shady going on. It's so like that's that. Unfortunate.
2: It's like that. What was that movie where they fixed the uh, lottery and uh, found a way to fix it, and they got? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway... I don't know. Is that a bigger story, or is it the it's, player? It's with, Keyshawn Boutte. Yeah, with your favorite name. Yeah, Booty.
3: <laughs> um, and and for those that don't know, the old uh, LSU receiver who is now a uh, New England Patriot has been long. arrested. Twenty-one years old, and they found that he opened up a like a, a betting like on DraftKings or something not under his name. So I guess he thought he could get away with that. But he bet on sports from the middle of April of 2022 until the middle of May in 2023. So he's 20 years old. He used an alias to uh, to get around that. Said he placed more than 8,900 wagers, at least 17 of those on NCAA football, and six of those on LSU football,
2: which is the big problem. Yes, right? because why are you betting for or against LSU? I would want love to know if he bet against him. Well, and dropped a pass. Well,
3: <laughs> and there's also a video out there now that people have already found and put on the internet of him dropping passes that were just easy catches. Well, so I mean, that could have been for hey over and un- over under for me to catch balls yeah. this day or yards. Didn't he You make a bet on
2: that? Wasn't he out for a while and there was something going on with him and everybody nobody really knew what it was. I wonder if this was related to that or whether it was a totally different situation with him. Yeah, I don't know. Boutet. Boutet.
3: So, pretty but, interesting. Talented guy. Well, remember he he's the dude that had that 308 yards or something like that against Ole Miss yeah. as a freshman. He had that tremendous receiving day. Um, you know what you could say about him? You can bet on him, yeah, <laughs> you sure can,
2: but that's the thing i mean i am sitting here and and we're we're having gambling scandals and everything, and I'm like, i can't believe there was a time in my life when gambling period was not good and it was against the law and and you, there there's a gambling's anonymous for a reason, and yet there's e s p n full shows about nothing but gambling um it's just the world we live in you know pretty soon there'll be a show about um I don't know I was going to
3: say something so I better not say it but I I, f- I feel like nowadays it's pretty easy to figure out if you're doing something wrong I think like it's when, when we easy were kids you could time. you could go into a convenience store and you know grab pack of smokes or whatever you want you wanted to do as a young young age or throw a couple beers in your pocket but now there's there's cameras everywhere and every game is now televised and there's incredible ways to zoom in on stuff and do different things so you can go back and watch every little thing and then if you're actually trying to gamble and if you're using an alias fine but you're probably still using your own checking account or banking account that can tie it back that's to you, or a credit you know. card. So it's going to be found out. Like I don't, I don't think. But that even more than that, if a guy, if a
2: guy put eighty nine hundred dollars in bets in a year down, going He's got a problem. Yeah. I mean that's the number one thing he's got a major problem. Well,
3: the, but but he didn't have a problem because he spent about 150 grand and he made 500. Well, so he was so it was because working. he was dropping balls. Right. So <laughs> he was probably factoring it in his favor. Yeah,
2: to well, uh, to make it work. He never beat Vegas, man. And now Vegas is gonna say we want our money back. All those balls you dropped. Yeah. But I yeah when I saw that story I was just like oh my. That seems like a lot. Yeah, a lot of bets. uh, A lot of bets, and you can't be that smart. Look, we—he thinks he knows college football, or or, I don't. I think I know college football. We all know, but none of us have inside information except he did. And I mean, he knows he knows who's playing. This is why they don't want players to gamble in any
3: at any level. Yeah, you know a guy's hurt or not hurt, or
2: or whether he was in the game
3: plan that week. You know, it's a big part of it. Let's get. Keith's call. Hey Keith, what's up?
1: Hey, now this guy—did he make the NFL and make like millions of dollars?
3: Uh, He—he's only a, uh, he's a rookie. rookie. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: yet. okay, okay. But he's got a big contract. Probably uh, not. No, he was—he no, was a, was a six-round pick. pick. Yeah. Okay, okay. My only question was—is—is butte—is that French for idiot?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it might be.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, Keith. All right. Bye. I think it's French for buttocks area, but yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's it is kind of a dumb move, and you know, we just lived through the whole thing with Alabama with the baseball coach. Remember that? Yeah, giving inside information to a guy and then him going to the to gamble on it. I, I you know, but th- that's the thing. Yes, it's it's almost like. If you had a bunch of alcoholics in the room, right? And you said, and you brought in a, uh, a cooler of beer and all this hard liquor and put it on there and goes, you guys better not try any of this and walked out of the room. That's like what the world is now. Okay, we're going to stuff gambling down your throat.
3: For the rest of uh, yeah we're going to make it as life. easy as possible, all you got to do is download is have an a phone. app and... if you
2: got a phone, you could gamble, yeah, we're gonna do that. It's legal, not when you're under twenty one but um
3: yeah. and and that's why he yeah. I think got arrested
2: but and so we're gonna jam it down your throat, and you better not do it though, you know we're saying people want we need people to gamble, but just not you and and while I understand why just not you, it's still. You're just tempting the most easily tempted people, so it feels like hell in a handbasket. Is that where we're going? Hell in a handbasket? I don't know.
3: I mean, I think the only person that could not be tempted to gamble—no, would just like resist temptation like that. Tim Tebow. Well, (laughs) I don't think he would even put himself in that situation.
2: Go ahead and answer the question.
3: I can't think of the character name from the movie. Dang it. Uh, Waterboy? No, it was... um, Can you give me a movie? Yeah, it's it's Dumb and Dumber.
2: (coughs) Lloyd Christmas?
3: Lloyd Christmas. (laughs) When the bikini-clad models pull up in the van. And, you know, he resisted. He said, you can find the nearest town just down the road. So there are not many people that could do that. When it's put right there in front of your face. All right, let's get a break. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to join us, some uh, breaking news on the Falcons' head coach hire. We'll tell you who that is when we come back here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM W R U F.
4: Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. Florida so women's basketball that. is on the road tonight at Ole Miss. The Gators are 10-7 overall and 1-4 in conference play. The most recent game was an 89-77 home loss against Mississippi State. Ole Miss is 13-5 overall and 3-2 in conference play. They beat Georgia 69-59 in their most recent contest. Coverage starts right here at 640. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales is expected to become the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. This comes after one season as the offensive coordinator in Tampa. Florida gymnastics has an SEC home meet tomorrow night. The eighth-ranked Gators are hosting the sixth-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide in a matchup of two undefeated teams. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding.
0: ESPN
3: 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the Docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to.
1: Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway, all courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long-stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic and if you really want to take it up a notch we're also giving away island getaways just spend five thousand dollars on jewelry and you'll get a five hundred dollar airfare credit for a caribbean vacation spend ten thousand on our jewelry and get three nights including airfare at a tropical resort on us make this valentine's one to remember let idc help you with her jewelry flowers chocolates dinner and a romantic vacation we've got it all happy valentine's from international diamond center at celebration point restrictions apply see store for details
5: Let Electronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at ElectronicsWorld.net.
0: We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
2: back here on the tailgate Jeff promised you breaking news and now he's going to deliver it I, d- I did yeah on the what'd I say
3: the new coach for the Falcons
2: who is it Raheem Morris <laughs>
3: yeah Ray Morris gets the job the uh, Rams defensive coordinator for the last couple of years but has some ties to the Falcons he was there as their D coordinator in 2020 and like the assistant head coach yeah. before that. So has uh, been in Atlanta. Former Bucks. Yeah, inter- and an interesting hire because you would think they'd go after offense. I would, yeah. But, but you probably bring in somebody that can be a coordinator, let, let Morris do his thing and already a pretty good defense in Atlanta. So now just find somebody to go call some plays, and you know I think you have to appreciate what Morris has been able to do. He's, he's I think he's done a great job. Um, but a good, good leader, obviously, and he he won him over to get the job over a lot of people wanting that job.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm with you on the fact that they somehow they've turned Kyle Pitts into an ordinary player. And I don't think I didn't think that was possible, but hopefully they get, a, get the right guy in there to be the coordinator and to have him come up with better plays than the last guy. There was not a good relationship between him and the media either. Um, no. Arthur Smith. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they do. But, again, Belichick rejected. But who, I don't know what the deal – I was wondering this. Maybe Belichick's let it be known, I want control of the front office. I want control of the draft, which I've sucked at for the last seven years. You know, I. I the guy's – the guys who study this have got all the stats on it, but I know that they're really bad on Belichick's drafts, no Pro Bowlers in the last seven years, stuff like that. So, um, and they may say, "Hey, no. you're hey, you're 71, and w- while we think you're a great defensive coach, we think time has passed you But I had uh, Ahmad Black on my show, of course. He played in the NFL for a while, and he was saying, "I think most people just think it's passed him by, and they." You know, again, he's 11 years older than Harbaugh. It's not like – you know, Harbaugh looks a lot younger than Belichick. Sure. But he's 11 – Harbaugh's 60. Um, Pete Carroll, 72, and and can't get hired. And he doesn't look that old either. But um, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens here as we go forward. Now, So now what are we down to?
3: Um, You're down to Seattle. Seattle. And or if that Dan
2: Quinn, Chip Kelly thing's going to happen.
3: in Washington. The Commanders? The Commanders.
2: I've gotten used to saying that, i got to admit. Really? Yeah, I didn't think that would be... Like, I still am not used to Milwaukee being in the National League. They are, aren't they? Yeah. I, I, can't, I still can't get used to... I, I have a hard time with Houston and the American I think I only know them as the National League. <laughs> really? Yeah. What year do you think that they made that switch? Just guess. I have no idea because I don't – but I've always – I can't get it out of my mind that, I mean, the American League part of that.
3: Ten years ago? Twelve years ago? I'll look it up. Yeah, you need to look that up. I mean, I I remember Houston, of course, being in the American. I mean, the the National for so long because the battles with the Braves and the different things. It would have had to have been the same time.
2: I don't know. That's why I'm to switch it that,
3: but yeah, I don't think I've only recall Milwaukee being well the a, Robin a Young League team type teams. Yeah, women. that was American. That was definitely American. Yeah, that, that's true. Very, very true. Oh yeah, good song to uh, take us out of here. What you got?
2: Uh, they were in the
3: ninety-seven two. Three and two 98,
2: to Well, 98 would have been the first year in the American League. Okay. Which is when you were just coming into your own. Right? Yes. <laughs> you should have paid more attention.
3: That was the uh, Maguire-Sosa steroid era. That's what I was worried about. And worried watching about bombs get hit off of me in Brandon, college.
2: Brandon Larson.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Cheating his ass off. and. <laughs>
2: Oh, now Brad, it's cheating. Brad Cressy. Now it's cheating. Yesterday, it was Barry Bonds. It wasn't cheating. Okay, I got you there. Well, only
3: it was against me. All
2: right, right, we're to come back in the second hour <laughs> in just a minute.
3: Bye-bye.
0: W.R.U.F. Gainesville W251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM W.R.U.F. You spoke,
10: we listened You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how ghettos has got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever some of those old injuries, they begin to creep up and things begin to start hurting again. I finally got to the point where I'm like, I can't just wake up
1: and know my knee's going to be bothering me and push through this on a daily basis. Old football injuries can't keep former college and pro football player Bobby Carpenter down, so he decided to check out the all-natural regenerative pain treatments at QC Kinetics.
10: I was fortunate enough to obviously sit down with QC and kind of understand your body still has the ability to heal in it. We just need to give it a little bit of a boost.
1: Exactly. QC Kinetics concentrates your body's own healing agents in your painful hips, shoulders, knees, or back.
10: Everyone can say, well, you need to replace this or replace that, but it's no surprise to see people being willing to try this first, especially when it has such great results.
1: QC Kinetics treatments take place the same day right in the office. No downtime. Call today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate.
9: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352 400 Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 400
6: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Kerry himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
7: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back
3: down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better, and getting it to someone that can fix it with an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes you'll be back on your way carrying on your day in no time Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI Center in Gainesville and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community and they've been so good that Lake City came calling they've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI so get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI This program
10: is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC.
3: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo
0: and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255.
1: You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it, I just say it.
0: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat.
2: All right, we are back for the second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. They won't back down. You know, I hate to say it, but I love love the tradition that Florida does. I love the song. But it's almost become tiresome to me. Not not the tradition, but the, like when it comes on the petty channel, I go. I've heard that song too many times. Let me go to another channel. So, do you get that way with people where you hear a song so many times? No. Okay.
3: <laughs> Well, no, okay. Did you
2: want me to agree with you? Let, let me ask, yeah, I did. Do, let me ask this question. Do you know what the Milwaukee Brewers were before they became the Milwaukee Brewers? No. <laughs> the Seattle Pilots, uh. where Jim Bouton played. See, it all goes back to ball four. If you will just read that book, we can have more intelligent conversations. I
3: actually uh, brought you up in a conversation the other day because someone was asking if I... Had read the Larry Bird biography for some odd reason, and I said, Did "You look like a stork." I guess. <laughs> I said, "Well, I haven't even read Ball Four yet, which Duels is trying to make me read." So, no, I have not read the Larry Bird biography, but apparently, it's pretty good. I'm reading the Hank Aaron one right now. Are you really? It's really good. Yeah, Robbie gave it to me. Okay, um,
2: Henry Aaron. Really, gosh, it's beginning of that book. The first few chapters are about where he was. Grew up in Mobile, and it is brutal, man. I'm sure tough times, tough times. But, um, but you know that that again, I I told you I still have a hard time remembering that the Brewers are in the National League, and I have to stop and think about it every time. We I was telling you off the air that when um, there was a story out about FSU's schedule and it included a conference game at SMU, and I'm like SMU, there what what. Oh, they're in the ACC now. I forgot. So, Remember, they uh, get in and they don't even get any money. They don't get any money. They and don't need it. Somebody's no. going to pay it all. And the ACC doesn't have it either. So, yeah. so it don't
3: matter. <laughs> Gators had it last night in basketball. If you want to uh, talk about that, you can. I bet if the Gators would have missed 10 straight free throws down the stretch, phone lines be are, calling. We got full phone lines. <laughs> but they make 10. Down the stretch, over the last uh, minute and a half, basically Man, the
2: only guy who missed was Kugel.
3: Yeah, and I, I just
2: it, I, I I saw the bad body language again last night. And yeah, I, I I don't. It's like every time he got the ball in the corner, he just he he. I I don't know if he's l- lacking confidence, you know, to shoot or or what, or if he's just said, "Hey, I'll let I'll let Will have this this game, or I'll let this guy have this game," but um. I just don't think Florida can be an NCAA tournament team unless he starts playing at a high level every night.
3: Yeah, but you know now he's going to be a sub. So hopefully he's a, a super sub and yeah, but he, can I, be a good six They man. left him
2: out for a good part of that second half and then at the yeah, end. So
3: it's one of those where you know he's not starting, but you can understand if he's hot, then you leave him in there. And if he's not, then you can get him out there. So I think it's he's in a good spot yeah. right now. Well, and that's
2: part of the problem too in a game like this where you – you you're going to play three guards, but you can't play four guards because they're killing you on the boards. So you've got to you've got to have two bigs in there at all times. You got to have Samuel and Condon or, or hanglotton or or I, uh, what's his name barely played in this game. I'm trying I, I blank Hawk um, barely played, uh, but you still had to get have big guys in there. And and I thought Todd Golden left his guys in a long time. That was one thing I really liked about this team. They had nine guys averaging 10 minutes a game, but um, I thought that would help them down the stretch. But uh, in, when you get a game like that and the lead starts to go away, you're going play the guys you can count. But the point is you are not going. You don't want to take Clayton out. You certainly aren't going to take Will Richard out unless he's tired, and you can't take Zion Pullen out because he is the glue of that team. Uh, now through where they played 19 games so far through 19 games there is no doubt that if he's not on the court they've got problems he's clearly the best ball handler he makes that team go he doesn't turn the ball over he's got good really good skills i did not not superior offensive skills um and you know but so kugel didn't get in for a long time in that second half but then at the end when they they said hey we need more guys in here that can handle the ball they they put him in
3: but don't we have to Commend Todd Golden or somebody or, or the team for making the free throws because that was such a negative conversation as to why Florida wasn't winning earlier in the year. And they, I did, never
2: want to commend anybody for making free yeah, throws. But there because was, I'm
3: afraid the next game you're not. Yeah, gonna but make still, it. there was a lot of people calling saying, "What can Florida now do at the line?" Like, remember we had a bunch of callers saying, "Hey, you need to yeah. make them." Shoot 200 free throws and run every time they miss, and which they don't know that have they all don't these do. solutions. <laughs> and but I mean, think about that. So they they made just eight three pointers out of 25. So they didn't shoot well Pickle from of them, yep. there. They missed nine of their final ten shots from the floor. Yet there were some bad shots in that yeah, run too. But made 17 of 20 from the line down the stretch. So that's what won this game. Oh yeah, no, there's no doubt it did but you also know college basketball
2: i guess the nba is the same way once the first guy misses it it's almost like you're afraid it becomes contagious and so one night it could be good one next night it could be bad And also a lot of it depends on who is taking those shots and the thing you have to avoid is having um guys who aren't good free throw shooters getting fouled there at the end you you were talking before about Christian's yelling out the numbers of the guys he wanted fouled. Man. Yeah, you know, and Samuel's not a great free throw shooter. No, great player. I love him as a player, but plays hard. Not a great, but still takes shooter. some bad shots. He does. And I, there were a lot of bad shots last night. Yeah, right?
3: when, in that run when Gators were up seventeen, some of the shots they were oh. taking were inexcusable. It was like, hey, don't uh, don't shoot that. Yeah, and they they lost their edge. And, yeah, and they
2: and that and Golden admitted, he says I I'm not doing a very good job if they if that's the case and. And then I've got to get them to understand you don't play the last eight minutes with a seventeen point lead like you yeah. playing with a seventeen point lead. And they did, and it became six really quick. Yeah.
3: And it could have been worse. Got to be a little scary for sure. All right. This is always scary when we talk to this guy, but we'll do it anyway. Copper Gator, what's up?
9: Gentlemen, I uh I watched that game last night, uh and you know it it's it's funny you're talking about kugo being out and then they put him in and he misses his free throw so that was kind of ironic on the front end of a one and one um but jeff you're right i mean they've been blamed on their sh- on their on their free throws all year and yet last night that's what saved them for the most part right they hit they hit a bunch of one and ones when when uh, mississippi state had fouls to get late in the, late in the game and yeah. you know it it's just it feels it always feels like a florida basketball game to me And you know tony who calls the show a ton post a little bit it's like you can never be on ease when you're watching florida basketball in the last four minutes it's they're either they're going to come up and win the game late, or they're going to try to give it away or something like that so it's just kind of ironic that that was the same storyline being up 17 late in the second half
2: no it's uh you're absolutely right they they've got a do a better job of finishing out a game like that, but it, it's human nature. I mean, we've seen it. Yeah. Remember, remember those Mike White teams uh, from a couple of years ago when they made those massive comebacks uh, yep. to win? I think they beat Alabama down from down seventeen. They beat somebody else way down. The, the college basketball tends to happen, the, the, especially at you know home.
9: And and you know, Pat, it was it was by the way, it was good seeing you last week, and uh, always great to catch up with you. Um, but you know, one of those things, what you think about too, is this league is wide open. There's six or seven teams at the top that on any given day can beat somebody else. So as long as you're winning your home games and stealing one the road, like they did against Missouri, you know, you've got a great chance to get into the tournament with the depth of this league. And so I talked about that a little bit and then I'm really excited gentlemen about baseball coming up. We've got, uh, we got, I think three weeks, right Jeff from tomorrow. Yep. I mean, and, yeah, then we're, and then we don't days, even
3: need
9: to, you know. <clears throat> that seems pretty exciting. Is it? Do we know the the first week in rotation yet? I'm sure Cags is probably starting Friday, um, but do we know who's Saturday and Sunday yet?
3: No, Cags will actually be on Sunday. Uh, they're going to leave him in that spot. And Cade Fisher, uh, it's not completely announced yet, but I think Sully's plan or hope, if if everything sticks, would be Cade Fisher Friday, and then a a freshman on Saturday. And then Cags uh, on Sunday. They're going to keep Cags there, huh? Yep, keep Cags on Sunday. Well, talking to Sully about
2: it, and I know Jeff has too. But what what his theory is? Even if you split, you got a really good chance on Sunday with him him throwing, and that's the goal. And when you get into SEC play, you want to take every series.
3: Yeah, and you know, and again, it's not a knock on Cags by any means because he might be the best pitcher in all of college baseball. But you know, it's just it's the consistency all the time, and they want to see that and you know if you all of a sudden fall behind 3 to nothing because he he's not throwing strikes that day it's a lot harder to come back from 3 nothing on a friday than it is a sunday so i, I think that would be part of my thinking as well when uh, when so, when leaving him there
9: so the 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 inconsistency of being shut being lights out for 3 or 4 innings and then blowing up on the 5th inning when you when you got probably a seven, when you got their ace thrown on Friday night is where his mind sits on that.
3: Uh, yeah, and that's what I would be. I mean, it's a lot harder to score runs on Friday night than on yeah. on Sunday.
9: Yeah, and and I think the thing is too is I guess you don't want his bat reflected on a bat outing Friday night through the whole weekend potentially, Correct. and and being and being mentally, you know. And I know that we think that they're they they're robots out there, but we both know as a playing that. You you have a bad outing, it it'll affect you the rest of the weekend. So yeah, uh, and then, and,
2: and that's one thing. Sully's talked a lot about the mental aspect for for Cags and how that's that needs to get better on the mound. But he, he, like you said, it was a good point, Copper Gator, That if he if he opens up and he's the Friday night pitcher at you know at Miami and and doesn't pitch well, how how is that going to affect him in, at bat the rest of the the weekend series? Yeah, and,
9: and the last thing is I saw that they put out a way too early projected. Uh, projected bracket you would say for for baseball and the top four seeds were all sec teams so uh there's going to be a lot of competition this year fellows and we'll talk to you later
3: yeah 10 uh 10 or 11 in the top 25 are sec teams yeah Uh, it depends which poll you look at so there's a lot of a lot of stud muffins in the league this year for sure
2: yep but uh wake's still number one right going in to start it who knows I mean, think about, like I mentioned earlier in the show, 24 teams in the top 10 have lost on the road to unranked teams in college basketball. So home field advantage is a big factor in all sports, Jeff, all sports, even golf. <laughs> Actually, more golf. Golf, Most might golf be. Than yeah, more play. than anything
3: because you got to know the greens. And you got to win that Gator
2: Invitational, do you? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. That's true. Think about that. Golf, It might be the biggest home advantage in yeah. any other sport out there. Even though there's really no fans to affect you, playing a course every single day as opposed to playing it once blind you know, Every blade of grass, yeah, you know, everything really, breaks. You know how to hit it around a corner if you yeah. need to or cut the corner. Oh, yeah.
2: No, it it it, I think you're right. I think I would go golf, basketball, football, baseball. I used to be baseball first, and now I'm changing my mind. And tomorrow I can change it again. Yeah. I
3: do that a lot. I do. For some reason, I got a problem. All right. If you got a problem and you don't want to call, then that's your problem. But we are here for you. 392 8255. Come join us here on the tailgate.
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Jackson Colding. Florida women's basketball travels to Oxford to play Ole Miss tonight. The Gators lost their previous game 89-77 against Mississippi State to drop to 10-7 overall and 1-4 in conference play. Ole Miss defeated Georgia 69-59 in their previous game to improve to 13-5 overall and 3-2 in conference play. Coverage begins here at 640. The Tampa Bay Lightning hosts the Arizona Coyotes at 7 tonight. The Lightning defeated the Flyers 6-3 in their previous game, and the Coyotes lost 6-2 to the Panthers last night. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales is expected to take the job as head coach of the Carolina Panthers. This comes after one season as the offensive coordinator in Tampa. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
3: AM WRUF. No jobs too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net.
9: Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff,
3: we keep getting older. But leo stays the same age well we made it to a new year and that makes some of you happy and some well not so much but if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever then why not ring in the year the right way oaks jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner and the prices well let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones, gold chains, in all lengths and sizes and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry.
6: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
7: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down
3: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic servpro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators.
0: Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
8: This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app.
3: All right, back at it here Jeffrey and Patrick with you As Tommy Tomas Produces today 392-8255 I call him the Tank Engine Yeah good book Back in the day
2: It was a TV show It was a book Well it was a TV show Who played Thomas the Tank Engine on the TV show I have no idea Thomas the Tank Engine Wasn't No that was Yeah that was George Carlin no. Yeah, he was a voice. Really? Or maybe he was the engineer. I'll have to look that up.
3: Okay. It's look upable for sure. Do that while we talk to Porter. What up, P Dog? Yep. Absolutely,
8: a little uh, remnant of uh, Larry Batel with the look upable. able um, You're talking about the SEC rankings. I forget which particular, you know, when it that came out, but it doesn't really matter. They're all roughly the same. One of the SEC teams was number six in the nation. There was the fourth SEC team, and I think it was Arkansas it was ninth in the nation, and there was a sixth SEC team in the ranking. Yeah. Like, that's just that's just insane, but uh, that's a good insane. Um, you, you mentioned you know not starting Kegs earlier. If, if one, one reasoning is if uh you know if he didn't have a good man, it could uh, impact his hitting. What about just physically? Is, is a being you know because none of the other pitchers have to deal with that. If he goes out and pitches well on a Friday night, even you know seven or eight innings. Um, doesn't that wear on him maybe an impact uh, Saturday and Sunday more? We're yeah, I know. I, I think, uh, honestly,
3: that's the number one reason amongst anything else because right. you like to have him in that role to, because, yeah, you don't want to get worn out on Friday and then lose what he's the best at the rest of the weekend. So there, there's no doubt. Exactly. Um. Uh. One thing I hadn't thought about. Um.
8: If, if he has a good weekend, how how do you think that uh, you know, spikes him up and to to fire him up to to have a good showing on the mound Sunday, or do you think there's the the negative effect if he has you know a rough Friday and Saturday at the plate? How hard is it to put that behind you and go out there and and, and pitch? What's your what's your take as a pitcher?
3: Well, I mean, I think you you saw it last year, and I don't think you expect to see a lot of not so good offensive outputs on Friday and Saturday, so I don't know if that would be really a problem. And and I think he's doing a better job too of I mean let's take that national championship game. That that last game, I, I mean I think he got rattled a little bit on the mound by the fans and everything else that was going on. So I think he's done a, a really good job in the off season to say, Hey, where where are my flaws? What do I need to be better at? And the, the mental game is probably the, the biggest for Jack. I mean, it, it's crazy, and it's and it's not fair because, I mean, you got this strong dude wearing, you know, size 15 feet that's muscular as heck and, you know, is good-looking dude, and he's got everything going for him, probably the number one pick if he has a great year, and then you wouldn't think that he would, you know, be caring about what other people think or somebody can get into his head, but... You know, for some reason, I think that that's a part of it. I think we all have to learn everything uh, and, and we all figure it out at, at different points. So I think going through the league now one time this year and understanding that he's going to be the one that everybody's yelling at and, you know, trying to make fun of or getting in his head, then he he's better off of being able to forget that kind of stuff, even if he has a, a good day or a bad day, whatever it is.
2: Yeah, but he's, it's not like he's the first pitcher ever to have, you know, to need
3: a sure. full seasoning. And, again, he yeah, only – I mean, remember, John, John pitch Smoltz Warnier had a yeah. sports psychologist, and if he didn't have that, he's not a Hall of Famer. So, I mean, there, there's certain people handle it different ways.
8: You know, I'm looking forward to it. I think expectations are so high that it's almost impossible for him to meet them. Sure. only like, you have a great year and not meet him. Hey, one, one uh, last thing um, – any chance? I mean, obviously, you don't want to. Somebody has to have good control. But if he has control, then it seems like uh, we we could have a situation where we could use him late in the game on a Friday or a Saturday against a a left-handed uh, you know key left-handed batter or something of that sort. But I mean, again, you have to have confidence in that. Just from the pitching standpoint, if he were to come in and, and and get one or two outs on a Friday, does that he can still come back and start on a Sunday? I mean, you could, but problem. yeah,
3: you're you're not going to do that at this level, so no. not okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lastly, you mentioned the home field. I, I if you're looking at a Friday SEC game, I
8: think then the home field might come into play a lot more. There's so many two-one, three-two, you know, two-two late in the game kind of scores in, in the SEC with their arms are got out there. So the home field advantage batting last is is, is pretty big. But uh, just my opinion. Go Gators. Be safe, everyone. Thanks.
2: All right. Thanks, Porter. I think it's the only sport where you have a schematic advantage being at home. Like in football you don't really have a schematic advantage being at home. You do
3: if you go to overtime and you win the coin toss. But if you win the coin toss, I'm talking about every game.
2: I'm saying if you if nobody was there, you know. I think it, baseball's one. I think batting last. It, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just mental. Um I never like like it when for example, when Florida's playing a regional and they've got to be in the, the visitor yeah. you know, for some games, and I'm like, "Yeah, oh boy, I would we didn't come down to the ninth inning. <laughs> you're always worried about the walk-offs. But maybe
3: it's just a me problem. No, I, I mean, it's part of it. You never want to not be the one hitting if you're behind. Right. Or if you're tied, then you get the last opportunity to do it. What's the best walk-off you ever saw in your life?
2: And you could – I mean, in terms of – I mean, it's, pro- it's laying with a bang. Really? It's got to be. Better than uh, Derek Nicholson?
3: Well, you were on the field. Yeah, I was you on were, the field as opposed to in the broadcast. You place. were running out. I mean, that was – And you got – That was pretty cool, too.
2: That was pretty cool. That was my favorite. Although I, I don't – I Sterling Thompson home run,
3: was it? I don't – Like, I I, re- I remember it, but I – it's not as clear in my mind as Langworthy's. I don't know if that means just because of the commotion of everything that was going on. Like, I don't remember where I was standing in the dugout. I know right where I was Which standing. is weird. I
2: had this lucky uh, little rug that I would go up and stand behind, it would be behind the score, you know, yeah. in the press box, and I would always go there when they, when they needed to run, just stand there. Especially in 98, because I was so into that series. My whole family's there, you know, and everything. And I i had to stand there. So then I had to run down and write, you know, run down to my computer and, and start writing. But uh, um, Casey Smith got the big hit right
3: before that, right? hmm
2: I remember that. Wilkie Walked? I don't remember. See, I think he did, but I don't know that. Um, and then Nicholson and the big hit. I, that's my favorite. Although, Lang with the bang because I wasn't there. We had gone the night before, and uh, I-
3: so yeah, if you, you missed that. I was, I mean, it was obviously crazy, but
2: oh, well, that's crazy! I ended up playing. I still can't
3: believe it. That summer, '98 summer, with the the third baseman from Illinois, and he like wouldn't talk to me all summer. Really? And he was my teammate, so it was kind of weird. But he was. They were that upset that they
2: you, didn't go. You guys did storm the field. Well,
3: it's a pretty good moment to do that. You go to Omaha. Everybody storms the field when you go to Omaha.
2: Does it count that I stormed the field when I was I didn't have a press pass, but when they beat Miami here, I think they beat them in two to go to the College World Series in the Super Regional, and I made my way down to the field to talk to Sully. Yeah, you were down there. Yeah. Counts. Okay, so I stormed the field. Yeah. I was pretty happy that day. Cause, remember they had taken the lead on like a couple of – I think they hit a homer in the in the top of the ninth or something, and the Miami fans that were there were like, "Just giving Florida fans hell!" And then their shortstop booted a couple, or th- or third base, one or the other kept booting the ball, and Florida ended up winning the game.
3: I just tried to go back on the other uh, website and see if I could get the play by play. Don't have it. They don't have it. So you know, it stinks.
2: If I was in charge. Over there. And again, they do a wonderful job. Okay, I'm not uh, complaining. But I would assign somebody to just do that. Go back and, and look at the play-by-plays and type in all those play-by-plays cause just so that I would have them. <laughs> so I would be able to look things up when I really need them. Like you can't go back on old football games. I mean, when you go back into the yeah, – certain point. Yeah, like 90 – six or so? I don't think they've got play-by-plays on it. Like, you'd love to go look up some of the things that happened. Uh, at least I would Like, I'd love to see a play-by-play of the um Florida FSU game from 72. That's one of my favorite ones. 42-13 and Doak. Yeah. I'd love to see that play-by-play. I did... Um, Although so I wouldn't say that Nat Moore faked a guy out of his jock.
3: They, they might have it in... uh Maybe just 98's year They don't have it. Let's see if they have it. Yeah, you can... So 99, you can look at the box scores, but you can't for 98, so... And probably before that, too. And anything before that. So they started doing it in in 99, which the only reason I remember that is because I... you, You ever heard of the country singer Brett Young? No. So he's a country singer now. He's a pretty good country singer. And somebody was at a concert, and they said, hey, do you know Brett Young played baseball at Ole Miss? I was like, no, I had no idea. I was like, really? He's like, Yeah, and he played like when you were you were, you know, playing. So I went back and I looked and I struck him out. Did you? So that's kinda cool. Good I struck you. out a country singer. So I was able to look that up. I, I don't know that that goes on
2: your resume though. I once struck out a country singer.
3: I also struck out Mark Desher. It was so bad in baseball that he, that he became had to a country singer. A country singer. <laughs> you tr- struck
2: out DeSher now. I give you credit for that oh, one.
3: Yeah, that was a good one. I was in the Cape Cod League that summer.
2: He, was he at Tech?
3: Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech? Mm-hmm.
2: Didn't they come down here with – no, that was a different year. The One year they came down here with Veritech and Garcia Parra. And, and it was before – I think we, they yeah. went two and out too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Texas A&M, as I recall, won that regional. Florida did not do well. Interesting. I, I, see, I can remember things like that, but the sometimes I meet people like today and I was – Trying to come back at you for the guy's name, I couldn't remember his name. I was there was another guy that came up and said was telling me how much he likes the podcast, and he told me his name. Totally out of my mind already. I can't can't remember it for the life of me. But I can remember that Georgia Tech with went to share and Dorsey Aparo went two and out. it's weird. I got this long term memory, but maybe I'm Mister Short Term Memory Loss.
3: That's the way it works. All right, let's get a break. Little uh, loss of a few minutes, but we'll come back and get after it here on the tailgate.
2: From the
0: College of Journalism and Communication, ESPN, ninety-eight one FM, and eight fifty AM, WRUF.
3: to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, call a Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch, or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic & Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, cat scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic & Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. We all want to have fun, and with the sun, there are so many ways to do it here in north-central Florida. The problem is that stuff is so expensive nowadays, and just to get enough stuff to get it going is going to cost you an arm and a leg unless you head to play it again sports golf clubs baseball bats exercise equipment disc golf pickleball paddles water sports stuff bikes and lacrosse gear are just a fraction of the things in the store and you can get them at a fraction of the price there's no need to buy new and they've got a heck of a crew ready to help you with whatever you need so don't let outrageous costs stop you from enjoying the outside head on over to play it again sports
0: from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update
5: Warm temperatures and a chance for showers this evening, especially near the Suwannee Valley, Big Bend, and along and east of the I-75 corridor. That chance for rain will last through shortly after midnight in areas of fog developing by tomorrow morning. Low temperatures in the mid-60s. Clouds and sun tomorrow warm again with highs in the lower 80s. low a slight chance for a passing shower or thunderstorm again tomorrow and on Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
10: This Sunday, Westwood One brings you Championship Sunday. First, it's the AFC title game. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs face Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Then, the Detroit Lions aim for their first ever Super Bowl appearance when they take on the San Francisco 49ers. Doubleheader coverage begins at 2 p.m.
0: Eastern time. If it's the NFL playoffs, it's right here. Coverage starts Sunday following Gator Women's Basketball right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues, here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
3: I'm right, back at it. Dools and Dozo here with you. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to join us, love when this guy joins us, as does duels. Cattleman, is your turn.
7: Hey guys, not a whole lot to thought of y'all today. Want to give y'all a shot to react to this breaking Falcons news? Is Raheem Morris official yet? Yes. yes. Okay. And let's see basketball. Hey guys. Uh, I would consider Bill Belichick a guy to show up, cash a check, trying to break Don Shula's record, and probably not a good idea. But I would like to hear um, somebody with the Falcons sit down and say, we interviewed Raheem Morris and Bill Belichick and went with Raheem yeah, we Morris.
3: chose that guy. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of asinine to think that.
7: But it is interesting, guys. If you look at the NFL, you've got all these faceless coordinators that even hardcore sports fans don't know. And I, I'm pretty hardcore about the NFL more and more every year. But um, like uh, Pete Carroll – got fired and, um, on his first stop. Bill Belichick got fired on his first stop. Andy Reid. It's amazing to me how a lot of these guys just get recycled around and shuffled around. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Todd Bowles. I'll tell you the, the one of all of them. How many jobs has Dennis Green had? Quite a few. I mean, what's that guy been? A head coach five times in the NFL, never done squat.
2: They are who we think they were. <laughs> <laughs>
7: It's almost like if you get in that fraternity, once you've been an NFL head coach, I oh, yeah. know that's the that's the pinnacle of the profession. I've heard coaches say it's one of thirty-two jobs, and a lot of times, why successful college coaches leave. But um, you know, it just seems like sometimes you look at these hires and like, man, could you not come up with something more creative than that? I think it's I mean, that think, way in
2: all pro sports. So basketball is the same way, uh, baseball is the same way. I mean, they recycle Buck Alter every couple of years, you know, to somewhere else.
7: Yeah. Interesting, uh, Raheem Morris. When he uh, washed out at the Bucs, he didn't even get a coordinator job. Usually, these head coaches fall back to a coordinator. He had to go take a defensive backs coaching job.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like like uh, everybody has a Nick Saban home for wayward boys, you know, Sarkeesian and Kiffin and all those guys that came through there, and you know, Charlie Strong's there now. Or I don't know where, what he's going to be doing now. He was there yeah. as an analyst, but uh, yeah, get rid of so, all. So I'll go yeah. SEC
7: basketball, guys. But so what, we got two or three NFL openings still open, I guess. Who, two what's left. Two left.
3: Seattle and Washington.
7: Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, uh, SEC basketball has been really entertaining to me. The uh, games last night were amazing. I thought that LSU show was going in at the buzzer. That was a crazy game on oh, Georgia. God, Here comes. It,
2: yeah. it was crazy because Georgia blew that lead, and then. Um, yeah, imagine it, if you would have hit that. Yeah, that would have been a bad blow for. Mike White, but uh, yeah, they get, uh, I'm sure you watch Alabama Armor too. That was a great game.
7: Yeah, and um, one more thing on Georgia with the—they're not in we don't divisions anymore. Do Florida and um, Georgia play twice? Yes, that's a that's pretty good entertainment when you don't have a dog in the fight. Seeing Mike uh, White around, you know, the way all that broke out. So it did, and that was a Strickland hire, right, or was that Foley? Uh, Mike White?
2: No, he was uh, Foley. Yeah,
7: and he was he was Foley. Okay. Um, One last thing for you guys. Um, Going forward into uh, the spring, how do y'all see outside of Georgia as the number two team? It's so hard to tell at the portal anymore. Who do y'all see as Georgia's primary uh, threat uh, going into early peak ahead of next football season?
2: Yeah, that is a hard question to answer because um, I don't know how good Alabama is going to be with all the guys they lost, all the starters they lost, you know, a guy getting used to the new culture that he's going to have to deal with. Um, so I usually you would right away say Alabama. Yeah, I mean now it, I it won't. could
3: be Ole Miss. Could be for, yeah. for what they have back offensively.
7: And with uh, Michigan staying in house, uh, Brian Kelly's going nowhere, right?
3: Yeah,
2: no, he's yeah he's he's there. I think so, yeah. that was a made up story anyway.
7: Yeah. Speaking of curious hires, of course we're off the timing cycle. So it's a bad time to be hiring a coach, but there's another head scratcher. Uh, is that guy in the interim or did they give him the full title?
3: They have not given him the full title yet.
7: Yeah. Okay. That makes. All right, guys, y'all hang in there.
3: All right. Thanks, Cattleman.
2: Appreciate that. You know, I, you get these stories that come in on your uh, Twitter feeds and all that. And, or so I'm looking at my phone, and I see this story, and it says, the headline is, Father accused of trying to date his daughter charged in shooting of her, plus three more. And I'm like, what a tragedy. And the first three words are, a Florida man. I'm like, what <laughs> why does it all happen down here? Every one of those stories. And again, this is nothing to laugh at. I mean people were shot, but um it's just crazy. Man tries to have sex with an alligator. A Florida man.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, that, that is pretty crazy. You know something else crazy that you know we were sitting there talking about. Striking out country singers and doing all that other stuff. You were talking about I that. I ran into Johnny Brantley today.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah, so that was cool. I haven't seen him in a while. Over at yeah. the uh,
3: over at Shans, He was yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. Um, and we were talking with somebody else, and it randomly came up, like the times when he was here and, and playing, and the 2009 Cincinnati game came up. You know, after Gators lost the SC sure. championship, yeah. and then of course, just destroyed broke Cincinnati. Every record
2: the, that there is, I
3: think he it was only like three incompletions yeah. the whole game, and threw for four hundred something yards. Every time Riley I, Cooper had a big day. Every
2: time I go to look up stats to see if this is a new record, I go, "Oh, Cincinnati. It's
3: all Cincinnati." Yeah, but then you had um, Emory Jones break that. Yeah, on the was it citadel
2: but i still think they that game they had more yards total but I mean, he had more yards he than had tebow, more than tebow yeah. so he's now the leading no it wasn't the citadel it was what uh what game was that was it sanford
3: it was a team of it may, might have been sanford i don't know i'll, I'll look we'll it up. have to look that up but anyway so then we started talking about the cincinnati do you know who was on that cincinnati team because well, he just with, uh, Kelsey, you just mentioned yeah. Brian Kelly, and he was of course a coach. And he left. He bolted on him. He bolted so. on him. So then, that was the Kelsies. So both of them were on that team. Both of them were on that team. Um, wow. You and, know the
2: funny thing is, Jeff, about that was when we were doing the interviews, which you you get this incredible luxury of when you cover a New Year's Six bowl game or one of the major bowl games. Yeah. Where they bring all these players to you over and over, you get to a point where you got your notebooks are too full, you got too much stuff to write. But as I was going through the, and, and talking to their guys, I was like, "Is this guy a linebacker? No, he's a defensive tackle. Is this guy a a, a corner? No, he's a linebacker." <laughs> and I'm like, "Florida's gonna kill them because they just yeah. aren't big enough." And yeah. and I I don't think I me- I remember the Kelseys at all. In that Probably game. not. Yeah, uh,
3: tr- I, I looked it up. At oh, the time, good. just to to do it, Kelsey caught one pass for 19 yards. Travis did, and Jason was the left guard. Didn't even play center really? at Cincinnati. So I thought that was really I, interesting. At least in that game, he might have moved on and and played center he later. He might have on caught that 19 yard
2: pass after Florida was up like 60 to whatever they were. I mean, it wasn't that much. Cincinnati
3: much. ended up scoring like 21, but
2: yeah, they they had a they didn't. Their offense wasn't terrible in that game. But Florida just could not be stopped. So did Florida even punt in the game? Did you look that up? I didn't look that up. But so, I remember when Travis Kelsey caught that pass. I go, that guy's going to date Taylor Swift one day.
3: Someday he was <laughs> do it. So uh, that is kind of cool. And I think maybe the the neat part about what sports is, and you know, obviously you've covered a lot of games and you've you've seen different players. But I mean, maybe that that's something that we could do one of these days too. Like you go to a game. And especially, I think more college than the pros. You know, guys, but you you don't know that these guys are going to be professionals or what they're going to turn into.
2: Yeah, you can do the best players you've
3: watched, you saw in, in person college. But had, you no had no idea. idea, yeah. Like that. I mean, for me, the biggest one might be Carl Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, they came here for a three game series, Indiana, and you never even really heard of this guy. Right. And I think he had 10 or 11 hits that weekend. I was like, man, this Schwarber dude's pretty darn good. And he just destroyed Florida. Yeah. And I and I believe yeah, the Gators that, got yep. swept by Indiana. If not, we lost two out of three. I'll have to go back and look that up. But it, it is kind of fascinating, like random dudes like that that, you know, you just – you never know. I mean, Jeff Jeff Samarja came in here and well, played I do as know a pitcher for I, Notre Dame. I do
2: know the Jeff Samarja story because – I went to do a story on him because I hadn't seen any 6'10 pitchers. Yeah, And so I go to talk to Maneri, yeah. who's their coach at Notre Dame, and he was like, you know, why do you have to write about him? Why can't you write about the whole game? He, he didn't want too much attention to me and him. He, he was really kind of – I don't want to say he was kind of rude, but he just was like, come on, man. I don't want to talk about him. I want to talk about our whole team. I'll talk about our team. I go, I want to write about the six ten pitcher, who, you know, I don't think I don't even remember if he pitched against Florida in that game. I don't know. Yeah, Florida beat him though.
3: That they did.
2: All right. So what well, was uh, I going to look up? I forgot already. See, short, Mister Short. term memory loss.
3: If the uh, Gators punted in the Cincinnati that game, that would not it. There was something else. Oh, I thought you said that's what you were doing. Yeah. I'll, I will look that up though. Okay, <laughs> we'll take a break while well, he does. Come back and wrap things up. Right after this.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Jackson Colding. Florida women's basketball is on the road tonight against Ole Miss. Florida lost 89-77 against Mississippi State in their last game to so fall to 10-7 overall and 1-4 in conference play. Ole Miss beat Georgia in their previous game 69-59 to improve to 13-5 overall and 3-2 in conference play. Coverage starts right here at 6-40. Florida Gymnastics has an SEC home meet tomorrow. The 8th ranked Gators are hosting the 6th ranked Alabama Crimson Tide in a matchup of two undefeated teams. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales is leaving Tampa after one season to become the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. The deal is expected to be done. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding.
0: ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
9: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
11: So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into, like, replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This
9: is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
1: Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway, all courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long-stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on her jewelry and get three nights including airfare at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
0: Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
5: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: All right, final few minutes for uh, duels this week. Again, uh, no Pat tomorrow. PG will be here. We'll uh, have some fun doing a lot of different things. So, Pat and I have to wager yes, on the uh, NFL games. I'm,
2: I'm down to two cases of beer.
3: Yeah. Or one case of beer. Yeah, 24. 24-pack.
2: 24 Are we going to do spreads?
3: I'll have to pull up the
2: spreads. I know. I... Kind of know them. Oh, you do. Yeah, Ravens by four, Niners by seven. But it they they have been very wow, yeah. they've been fluctuating very much. Um, All right, Well, if that's the case, I take the Lions. Lions plus seven.
3: seven? Mm-hmm. You to go with that or no?
2: I I'm not taking the Niners. Even here's my thing. I think the Lions are going to win this game outright. Really? Yeah. I I think they have a better quarterback. Better offensive line, and and they got Alex Anzalone. I do. I don't know That's why I'm going with them. You know, I bet. I I said I didn't bet, but I my prediction was that all four home teams would win last week, and I was close to getting it right. Um, but um, yeah, no, I'm not gonna I'm not, eh, I'm not gonna lose money on the on the Niners because I, I have a feeling that Detroit's going to win this game because okay. San Francisco. I feel like San Francisco is trying too hard. You know what I mean? Some guys get tight when they try too hard. I think Brock Purdy, he didn't have a great game. He had a great last drive, but he didn't have a
3: great game. If Goff can make the Super Bowl, he will be one of just five quarterbacks to take two teams of the Super Bowl. See if I can name the other four.
2: See if I can name one of the other four. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think. Um, Brady. Yeah. Um the, after that, I'm just trying to think. No, he never got there. Uh, not Steve Young. Not Montana. I'm trying to get guys who were in the Super Bowl. It's certainly not. Uh, I don't
3: know. I'm I'm lost. Peyton.
2: Yeah, Denver true. and Indy. Yeah, and that was an easy one. I should have gotten that. The other one is
3: Peyton Manning. The other one's sort of easy, but you don't really think of him to take a well, team to only the second right there, Super Bowl. So. Yeah,
2: you're gonna give me two more.
3: I know. I I don't I don't know the other one, so I'll have to look it up. But I know Kurt Warner is the other one. Oh yeah, he took Arizona. I would never get. that. Yeah, that, yeah. see,
2: that's the hard, That's the... and I covered the game that got them to the Super Bowl in St. Louis. Wow, that game against the Bucks. How was at that game?
3: Um so then as I uh Craig Morton is the other one, oh, which I didn't know that. Dallas and Denver, yeah. You know. So that would be those
2: crazy. are two I would never get. How about how about this stat I'll, I'll throw at you and then we'll make our pick. But okay. I'll get, i I've been I, I totally forgot to bring this up earlier, but this is a great college football stat. It may tell you where we're heading in this game. Four teams in the playoff last year, right? One's got their coach next year. One team—that's twenty-five percent of the teams. How many? Let's see if you can name this. How many coaches that are active have national championship rings? I'd say it's less than five. It's three. Yeah, Kirby twice, Dabo twice, or at least twice. Yeah, and Mac Brown. You got to go back to two thousand five. Wow. So I mean. It tells you a little bit about what's going on with this a talent drain. I think people either wanting to get out completely, and it's happening in basketball too with guys like Jay Wright, you know, mm-hmm. getting out. Um, but anyway, okay. So Ravens is it, it the odd spread you got was pl- uh, minus, minus four, four against the um, Chiefs. You know, you know, who I'm rooting for. I just
3: think Lamar Jackson's ready for his close up. I think the Ravens win, too. God damn! So we can't really bet on it unless we come up with something different.
2: Okay, how about over-unders? Do you have any
3: over-unders? Um, yeah. Over-under is 44.5 in Four. the Baltimore game. Um,
2: boy, they said it at that, that number for a good reason. So that's a 24-20 game? No, I'm not betting on that either. What about the other game? 51.5. 51.5. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Those are going to be tough. Those are tough. All right, we got to make one bet, right? Mm-hmm. For half the the stash. Half the stash. I'll take the uh, I'll take the Chiefs because I'm rooting for them. Then I have two reasons to root for them. Really? They're my team. They're my guys. Or well, you could go over under on that game. I I don't. I think they hit. That's why the number is 44. Because I think that's about what I think the score is going to be. 24
3: 20. All right. So I got Baltimore. You have Kansas City. So we're going to see Come on, ta- we're going to see Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. If Would, they go to the Super Bowl, does she make a guest appearance at halftime? Well, that's a big question. And again, I don't think anybody's even
2: discussing it yet until they make the Super Bowl, but that is a big question.
3: Like does she get like a cameo in a song? Who's singing? I don't know. Uh, is Usher. it Usher? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Usher.
2: Oh yeah, she's definitely doing that. Are you kidding me? Although she may she may say I don't want to take attention from my man. Yeah,
3: it'd be hard hard to do that. But it, it, look, it would it would be the most watched Super Bowl ever.
2: Oh, I think yeah, Kansas City and and um, Detroit. No, Kansas City and Newberry High School would be the most watched Super Bowl because they'll be waiting. The Swifties are waiting for their glimpses and yeah, they they hey look, they know what they're
3: doing. That's all I have to say about that. So if it comes down to Baltimore trying to score, do they call like a hold if Lamar Jackson throws a touchdown to win the game? No. I don't believe in that at all. Because the NFL I don't. wants him to win?
2: Well, and that's why Keyshawn Booty is going to get suspended, even though what he did was when he was in college. He's still not going to be Eligible to play at the beginning of the NFL season. Yep. All
3: right. Well, good luck on your surgery. Thanks.
2: Hope to uh, see you Monday. So do I. Hope to see you Monday. (laughs) Hope you can wake up. All right. You'll be fine, dude. Until then, we are deep. We are way back and we are out of here.